Hi, it's Raina G. It's uh, Sunday night, almost Monday. I do my podcast at night outside most of the time. We're going to talk about spiritual paths a little bit because a lot of things are happening spiritually. This is a spiritual war that we're in. I hope you all realize that. It's, it's manifested via biochemicals and propaganda, but it's a spiritual war. There is a God, and then there are the godless. There is good, and there's evil. And we all were made in God's image regardless of how we've chosen to live with that image. And that goes back to an old podcast where I talked about the difference between God's plan and free will. And obviously God has a plan, and, and we were given free will, which lets us choose. Do we choose free will, or do we choose God's plan? That's always the hardest choice. It's the hardest question. But the second hardest may be trying to figure out what your spiritual path is. Are you a warrior? Are you someone who is supposed to speak, to change minds, to speak to the masses? Are you supposed to use your words, your songs, your music, your harmony, your actions, your deeds? What are you supposed to do on your spiritual path? So that's tough to talk about. You know, every single day of my life that I can remember, and I remember way back to being a young child, every single day I have seen something in my world that's a message to me. Today I had some more, and and I have dreams. I'm a Pisces Aries, so um, dreams are important to Pisces, and Aries kind of saves me a lot of times. But I've been having lucid dreams lately, which just tells me that my energy levels are high and that my spiritual connection is also high. Um, these lucid dreams are all metaphors. They're all symbols. They often involve people I know and often involve people I never saw before in my life. Sometimes there's animals. Sometimes there's colors. Most of the time, actually, there's colors. But the trick is interpreting what spirit is trying to tell you in those dreams or in your walks outside or when somebody does something or says something and that's hard but it's not impossible if you work at it and understand what you're doing they'll help you your guides and teachers out there and there's in the spirit world will help you understand when you read in the bible that those with ears will hear and those with eyes will see there's a difference between how we think we see with our eyes and how the universe thinks we see with our eyes, or we should be seeing. It's not just what you can see, you know, with your eyes. It's more what you see beyond that, what you see around it, what you see through it. It's not just what you hear. It's what you hear in your heart and in your soul, not in your mind. People think too much. They intellectualize too much. Everything has to be analyzed all the time. Remember where the word analyze, or one of the roots of analyze is, and that's anal. Don't think so much. Try feeling more. And that's not a liberal thing. Liberals all go by feelings, feelings, feelings. There's no such thing as facts and blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that we have a heart and a soul that's willing to resonate to our vibrations and our higher vibrations. And it will come into harmony if we let that happen. But it has to be a, a thing where you allow it. You have to surrender to that higher power. 
surrender and say, I'm willing to not just listen, but listen intently and with my heart and my soul, not my ears. And to see what you're trying to show me, not just with my eyes, but with my heart and my soul. So I have these lucid dreams, and, and I just want to give you some examples. One of them was a woman walking across the beach. She suddenly was dressed in black. She, she was carrying something with her. It looked like one of those pieces of plastic like people use for cutting boards, but longer. And she found this hole in the sand and put the plastic around it and got inside so that she would be surrounded by this by the by the sand and as she got in of course she got smaller so it wasn't a giant hole for a big person it turned out to be a, a smaller hole for a tiny person and very tiny eventually and above it she had um, these things that looked like umbrellas almost like almost like those Japanese umbrellas that you get in drinks and they were multicolored they were all in pastels and I kept looking at her in that little space and she started singing and the song was beautiful. The song was, you know, I don't remember the words from the dream, but um, some of them were the light is there. The light is here. The light is everywhere. Be the light, be everywhere. And, and then she asked me to go find something so that she could make those umbrella things higher. And I did, I left and went to some house and, and there was a giant window there that I could pick, you know, slide up. It was uh, from floor level. And as I opened up that window, it opened up to this beautiful vegetation and more sand. And I walked out onto that area and looked out and said, wow, what a great place to see fireworks. <laughs> Who knows what that meant, right? So I had to wake up because I was afraid that I wasn't going to get back to this woman. But she was singing. And there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, thousands probably, of people on this beach and they all could hear her regardless of all the other noises or the the waves or anything they could hear her song and they they were they resonated with it they clapped for it they you know hummed with it they did all these things so I actually talked to a friend of mine and told her this dream and she helped me reinterpret it and it's it's on my path on my spiritual path that I've been on since I was 11 um, to, to get the words out to people in a way that they can hear them without my ego, no ego involved, um, in a way that lets people feel rather than hear. So, you know, I do podcasts and I get upset people don't share them and I'm hoping lots of people hear them and that's important. But the other part of that is I don't need to do them. I can use my heart and soul, the vibrations in me, to convey the same words, the same feelings, the same memories, the same everything without saying a word. So where are we? Where is each person? Well, everybody's on a different dimensional path. Some people never got past that first or second dimension at all. They're the ones who, who uh, judge, who are fearful, who don't understand what's going on. They can't see through anything. That window was my ability to open that window for others to see through it. There's a reflection of you on the window before you open it, and then you open it. And what's on the other side is important, because every window that opens, opens to something. And to, to help people 
on that dimension is very difficult if they haven't been able to see through the window, if they've got it all blacked out in shades or whatever. And, and that's usually where many people are. They'll, we'll see a lot of that with all the ugliness that's going on in my country and in other countries. People don't have God, so they can't see their reflection, so they can't go through the window. Some of this is going to be hard for some of you to understand. Don't let it be. Just let it, let yourself absorb some of it. And as the days go on, you'll understand it more and more. It's part of um, the spiritual paths that we're all on. And we have to embrace those paths so that we understand why we're here and who we're impacting and how. So some people are on that first and second dimension, and that's where you're going to find the ugliness. Then you see the transitional people, the ones who see a little bit, and they're starting to wake up. They awaken and say, you know, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Something I thought all along isn't true. Something I felt was right wasn't. And they start to question, and that's fine. They're moving their vibration up, and they're going into a different phase of their path. And then you have people who have been doing this for a long time, um, 15 years, 30 years, 40 years, 45 years, and I say those years on purpose. And those people, as soon as they see a bird or a gecko on their window or a wasp trying to get in through a screen or a, um, a dog wagging his tail at nothing, whatever, or they see trees turning colors they or the birds that are there that aren't supposed to be there, whatever they see, they know immediately that there's a message to be had and that message is important, so they need to pay attention. I had another thing happen where a woman... I had seen maybe six or seven years ago. She came here with another friend, and she's an artist. And I ended up yelling at her years ago because I asked her what she did with her art. She goes, it's only for me. I just do it for me. That's my art. And, I'm gonna... and I told her she was selfish. I said, you have all these emotions inside of you that are coming out in your art, and you're not sharing them with anybody. You, you, you don't think it's important. But those are, those are frequencies. Those are energies that other people may need. So she, she refused, she was totally self-absorbed, but she called me up last week and said she needed to come to see me because she's working with some guy who, who uh, channels different things or whatever, and she got a message in her mind, which I already knew was a problem, um, that she should come and touch my face. Well, if she truly was in tune with what was going on, she wouldn't have to come here. She could see my face in her mind and touch it with whatever message she had. She didn't know what the message was. She just knew she was supposed to come here. Well, that was an hour and a half, two-hour drive. She drove to my house. She spent 22 minutes here, and then she had to drive all the way back. In that 22 minutes, she spent maybe 30 to 45 seconds touching my face. What she didn't realize was that the message really was for her to face the things that she was going to have to face. So it turns out, that she has breast cancer. She's already gone in for surgery. I tried to tell her again to start working on the surgery for her brain, quit intellectualizing everything so she can see what she needs to see. And of course, she couldn't and can't and won't. And so now she has to go back in for surgery again in a couple of weeks because they didn't get it all. Well, she's maybe working on it. She's a work in progress, so they got some of it, but she's got more to work on. And that's that's the body indicating to us another message. When you get sick, when you have cancer, which we all have, but when it manifests into cancer, cancer, there's a, there's a message there. 
that we have to pay attention to. What aren't you doing emotionally? What aren't you doing um, with your life itself? What aren't you facing? Are you fearful? Are you truly making choices or are you choosing what everyone else has chosen for you? That's not a spiritual path at all when you choose what others have chosen for you. So if you're being told by the government or whoever to do something that you don't feel right about, then don't do it because your heart and your soul know better than your brain. Your brain's being controlled by so many things right now, the frequencies in your brain. If you're feeling something is wrong, don't do it. If you're feeling something is right, do it with passion. Embracing our spiritual path is a tough thing to do, but it's something that every person on this planet has to do. Your words matter, your thoughts matter. If you think evil, if you think hate, if you think, you know, uh, crime, if you think whatever that's negative, that's the energy that you're spreading around you. So all of you guys out there who are in gangs and you think it's cool because you're all alike and, you, you know, you all want to go burn this and burn that and kill that person and kill, you're, it, you, it, it came to you because others sent it to you with their own thoughts or actions, but now you're spreading it even more. I used to tell people when I taught my class that that kind of energy is so prevalent. You can be driving down the street and you, and one way and you stop at a red light and there's cars coming the other way and they stop at a red light. And you're in a great mood. You, you know, you're smiling, you're doing whatever. And you make eye contact with the person on the other side of the road who's angry and, and pissed off and violent, actually. And you don't even realize that what you did was you just picked up that energy. So you drive down the road a little further, and maybe a mile, who knows, two minutes, five minutes, and somebody crosses in front of you, which would normally just, you just slow down and not even worry about it. But now you're mad, you get out of the car, you stop the car, you get out of the car, and you're in a road rage incident that you never thought you were going to be in, and somebody gets hurt because the other person from that other side of the road who was stopped at the red light just like you were was sending that energy, that hateful energy, and you picked it up. You allowed it to come into your life because you just absorbed it. When you learn about things like that, you know how to put the shield up and how to block it so that you just smile back. And your smile back at that person at that red light might have changed their life and changed yours because you sent them positive energy and positive energy is filled with light. Light will always overcome darkness. You light a candle in a dark room, the whole, the whole room lights up. The darkness can't consume the candle unless you blow it out. So everything that you do is going to cause other things to happen. And if you do it with light in your heart, then you're spreading light and not darkness. And that's the spiritual war. Darkness versus light, good versus evil, God versus the godless. Everything that's going on in our world, every country out there, this I've had 47 countries listening to me. And every one of you is, is facing some of those same feelings and, and experiences and energies. So you have to return it. If you return it with light, the darkness will start to fade and go away because it can't overcome light. It can't. This is getting pretty long. I really want to have Lori Azarella on sometime this week talking about uh, essential oils 
uh, from the Bible and what's going on in the essential oil communities uh, around the world. There are a lot of countries who are now understanding this and and using them appropriately, not using them as, oh, you got a headache, use this oil, or your foot hurts, use that oil. Not like dosages like Western medicine teaches, but actual medicine. Medicine in Native America means self-knowledge. And that's what she's going to talk about. I'm going to ask her the right questions, of course. Um, it'll be like an interview and then sometime in the next few days. So you're going to want to listen to that and share it. Um, I'm back on the uh, Potomatic podcast page, actually, if you keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, way back when, some years ago, I had her on talking about essential oils and reflexology. So you might want to catch up with that first. But anyway, I, I um, got through a tropical storm and looked at the sunset and said, I need to keep embracing my spiritual path. Whatever that means, I have no fear. I don't care how many times they try to shut me down. I don't care how many times people poo-poo what I'm saying. I don't care. Because what I do care about is humanity. That's the name of the book that I wrote. It's my memoir. It's called Humanity, an American Memoir. It doesn't have my name inside of it. It doesn't have my name in the title. There's no ego there. It's a long story of how you become a, a human being searching for the divinity in yourself. And that's part of your spiritual path. So go to earthwalk-usa.net or earthwalk-usa.podomatic.com and look for those podcasts, share them, listen, download them, do everything you're supposed to do so that others can hear what you're hearing. So you can spread the word, you could spread the energy, you can spread the intention. And all you have to do is, is it, it, it's very simple. Just listen. Or pretend that you're listening. I don't care because the energy is still going to get there. So this is Raina G. Uh, I'll be back. And I hope you will too. God bless America. <laughs>